and welcome to The Villain Was Right, the podcast where we look at movies and TV from the villain's perspective and dare to ask, were they really all that bad? Uh, we don't think so. Uh, I'm your host, Craig Fay, And I'm your host, Rebecca Reeds. That's right. And today we are talking about... <laughs> liar, liar, baby. <laughs> liar, liar. The Jim Carrey... The class. <laughs> I couldn't even say it. I don't know why I even tried to say it. I don't know why I tried to say classic. I'm so sorry. It's What's weird is... I, I was in a car with comics and they were holding this up as like, this is an amazing no. Jim Carrey classic. And I was like, really? And then I, I think someone suggested it for us. Well, he has some good moments in it where I'm like, this is classic Jim Carrey. But as far as a story goes, this thing is garbage. Yeah, it's not great, which <laughs> is weird. Not, you're so nice. <laughs> well, okay, because it's weird because this is this is two types of movies okay. that uh, should work for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, one is I love what if movies. Okay. Right? Yes. Where you go like, what if you can't lie? Yeah. Right. Um, what if, uh, you know, you have to say yes. A lot of these are Jim Carrey mm-hmm. movies. <laughs> 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 or what if, you know, yeah. there was something that could predict who you were going to fall in love with. Like mm-hmm. that's a, mm-hmm. um, what if so, you were God? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think we just figured out how Jim Carrey picks his movie roles. (laughs) What if, and then... (laughs) What if you were the man in the moon? (laughs) Uh, So I should like it on that. uh, But um, also I'm going to say it. I don't think I like classic Jim Carrey. Oh, what I didn't like about this is that, okay, if you just, if you just uh, boil this whole movie down, okay, if you boil it down, it's just a man being a regular normal adult that does normal adult things, lies about normal adult things, and then for some reason that is very evil and his kid makes a wish and he can't lie for some reason very specifically for one day only. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think is very weird terminology coming out of a child. What if for just one only day? <laughs> one and only day. <laughs> Being exactly 24 yeah. hours. Let me just get this mouthful out. Let, yeah. let me try and get my, my mouth around all of these words so it works exactly correctly for this movie. Yeah. So, and I guess for maybe the people who haven't seen the movie, uh, basically what happens is exactly what you just described. Yeah. He's a lawyer. Uh, uh, what is his name? Fletcher Reed. He's a lawyer. He's divorced. Um, he has a kid mm-hmm. uh, named Max. And classic, classic, classic Max. name for the kid. Yeah, I was like, that's every I'm movie. I'm pretty sure that was also Max in the Santa Claus. I can't <laughs> remember. Like all these movies are blending it's, together. It's because they love the the. These, honestly, I have a theory about this. Yeah. It's because they love the scene that will inevitably happen where the Max will dad and he'll go Max and it's just the same amount of syllables and there's something about it that they just love. And you can put an exclamation yeah, mark on that yeah, and it works. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So he has this kid and then. Um, uh, he's a lawyer and he's constantly lying saying he's going to show up when he's not saying he's held up somewhere when he's not mm-hmm. saying he's with people who are different and he's kind of ignoring his kids. So his kid wishes, I just want my dad for just one day <laughs> to tell, not be able to tell yeah. a lie. And then Jim Carrey has to go through acrobatics to mm-hmm. try and survive as an adult for one day. So is Jim Carrey the villain, like the villain of this movie? Yeah, so I was trying to figure out who's supposed to be the villain. Because it really flip-flops. Because it starts out like he is the bad guy of the movie, right? But there's also this tone of this new guy is also yeah. bad because he's the new guy. Jerry, played by Carrie <laughs> Elways, who plays such a good wiener. Oh, yeah. He was, yeah, this guy's a real big wiener in this movie. Yeah. He does one thing. Because uh, everything else is fine. Like, I get it. Like, you're a super dad and all this kind of stuff. And I am very much on his side throughout the whole thing. Okay? He he doesn't do anything wrong. Except for one thing okay. that drives me wild. I cannot stand when people do this. He... The way he talks to the kid. Oh, okay. The... When... When adults change their voice or completely change their person upon arrival to a child, it really freaks me out. You can't... You cannot <laughs> speak to kids this way. Okay, because this is what happens. Then you have like a you have like a twelve year old girl who goes, I love you. Like you can't you gotta speak to them like they're real human beings so that they can speak to other human beings in an appropriate way. You can't condition children to speak to Hey Max, how you doing, buddy? 
it's like every every sentence you can cannot... talk like that if you're in a clown costume exactly you can't have an exclamation <laughs> point at the end of every sentence yes yeah. it, it, it's it, it's like you you've refined being a valley girl you're like okay so we're gonna change it from a question mark to an exclamation point and this will be the way i speak forever now <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you. I'm just trying to think back on the movie, and I don't think he does. He, like, he doesn't. He doesn't. He talks no like point. a. He talks like that to almost everybody, though. He goes, "I think we're good together, and I think we should move to Boston. <laughs> no, it just makes sense, don't you think?" <laughs> he's an octave higher when he talks to. Me. It's an octave higher, at least at the minimum. <laughs> there is a change. There is a noticeable change. I will say that. Okay. Um, he is very pie in the sky, though. Uh, everything he says is very magical and oh, I'm <laughs> the most annoying Disney character of all time. Uh, but he's not wrong. At <laughs> no point is he the wrong. The point, okay, is that at no point is he a bad guy or at no point does he try and cut out and even in the face of the mother who I think we could probably spend a half hour ripping apart because she to me is the most villainous person in this movie. Yeah, I was going to say, I think who's supposed to be the villain in this movie is anybody who isn't Jim Carrey. Mm. Well, obviously, the woman with the kids, I think, is the ultimate... Uh, what's it with the... Oh, his client. His client yes. is obviously uh, the Samantha most... Samantha Cole. Yeah, Samantha Cole is obviously the most... Uh, deeply evil person in this movie okay she's obviously supposed to represent at least some sort of villainy within his uh industry right sure but at the same time (laughs) and i've said this before and i'll say it again i never feel bad for rich people crying (laughs) i'm sorry i don't you're both very rich oh i'm sorry you have to give her 11 million instead of the 2 million you were originally gonna give her i'm crying for you rich man (laughs) like i don't give a shit it's like it's but it's not good because he's a good dad i'm like uh, i don't know he also married an underage woman woman. yeah and look at how old he looks so it wasn't like he was also underage at the time yeah (laughs) those kids are pretty young yeah it's yeah it's the whole thing yeah and uh, the only thing i'll say is to stop them from turning into like the intended villain of this movie is that their actions aren't necessarily against jim carrey's okay i see yes like they're not trying to stop Mm -hmm. him from doing anything they're just bad people that yeah. he has to lie for, I guess. Maybe that's... The beginning of this movie, honestly, for the first, like, five minutes of this movie, I just felt bad for Jim Carrey. Because, like, when they... The opening sequence, first of all, his kid calls him a liar in the first two... First 60 seconds of this film. Oh, yeah, my dad's this... a liar. I'm like, oh, this ungrateful little bastard. Who do you think pays for those terrible haircuts that you get? You <laughs> terrible... That is a terrible haircut, Craig. <laughs> That kid's haircut. Come on. Yeah. Okay. Come on. By the way, I've recently uh, uh, been told that I don't notice hair in movies at all. (laughs) Well, I really (laughs) do, Craig. I really do. Like Kat and I will be sitting on the couch. She's like, oh, that's such a bad wig. I'm like, that's a wig? (laughs) Yeah, this kid's hair. Oh, God. Yeah. He calls him a liar. To his yeah, to his teacher. To his teacher. Um, and by the way, the teacher does that thing that you're talking about, where she talks to kids differently. Uh, I was like, you're an insufferable uh, yeah, kindergarten yeah, yeah, teacher. Yeah. But continue. Sorry. Um, she oh, what was it? Oh, uh, so at one point, the teacher the teacher's a whole other nightmare. That one at one point she calls. They like recess is over, and they call. They're, they're calling the students back in, and they do this movie thing that I can't stand. Where it's like for some reason she's only calling the one kid back in. <laughs> it's like there's kids everywhere. She's like, she's like Max, recess is over. <laughs> it's like oh, that was really important. Apparently that girl's somebody's cousin and needed another line. Yeah. in the fucking story. Why are we inserting this woman into this? We all know what the bell means when the kids are outside. Yeah. <laughs> So in the beginning sequence of this movie, it you watch Jim Carrey walk through and he's lying to everybody around him, but he's only making very reasonable lies. It's all like, hey, yeah, your hair looks great. You don't look big. Like, are you having a nice day? Yes, of course I remember your name. Honestly, I didn't find anything he lied about that bad. <laughs> 
They were yeah. all pretty like normal adult lives. True. Yeah. <laughs> they were all really like uh, fine. I thought I didn't yeah. think anything that bad of them. And they it, it feels like the movie's really trying to frame it as look at how much this guy lies. I'm like he's a compulsive liar and he can't help himself. And he can't help himself, but. I would say at least 90% of the lies he tells, I'm like, I tell those lies. I'm like, I tell them every day. What are you talking about? Yeah. I guess the really big one would be later when he reveals that he lied to his secretary about being able to give her a raise. Yes. But that's also a very normal lie still. Right. If you, if you feel like you're like, okay, I can't, this, that stuff like that happens every day in business. I totally understand her wanting to walk out. But I also understand that that's not that crazy. I don't think that's that crazy of a lie either. I don't think that's crazy of a lie. And yeah, the the one thing I don't get about her, the secretary mm-hmm. uh, is Helen, I think it is, or uh, I forgot to write that down, but it's like she kind of, figured, she looks like a Helen. Yeah. <laughs> she figures out that he's lying about that raise and then just flips out and packs mm-hmm. up and, and goes, but she, she knows that he's not a, honest person yeah she's telling a lot of his lies for him he's yeah, all every day yeah she's so what the did one she who's like, expect <laughs> yeah it's like and and we don't see that as the last straw for mm-hmm. her we see that as like oh i do i would never thought that you would betray me yes. or lie to my face You're i'm really- gone bye and it's so quick too. It's also I find it amazing how quick some of these characters are willing to buy in that he's cursed yeah, that's a little... They're like, oh, like his boss listening through the wall being like, oh, you can't lie, you say. Well, it's time for a devious plan. And it's like, well, what the fuck? <laughs> if I overheard that as an adult in a realm of like, this doesn't happen, my first initial instinct isn't going to be like, well, that must be true. I would just assume the liar is still lying. <laughs> But she's like, well, he was honest about our sex last night and nobody said anything like that to me yeah. ever. Oh, and she, the the boss, uh, Miranda, I think it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's got such a weird arc in this movie. She does have a very weird arc. Where it becomes, we need somebody. So, so first there's a lawyer who's saying, uh, I won't, I will represent uh, this woman in court, but I won't, will not lie. Yeah. Right. Which is admirable. And they go, then we'll, Miranda goes, we'll get someone who can. And that's the reason like, so she, she makes, uh, Jim Carrey Fletcher take on this case the night before, which is the top though. The timeline in this movie is it's hilarious, crazy, which is the whole reason that he, he can't take Max to the wrestling. And then he shows up and he lies so well yeah. that she is turned on and immediately sleeps with him. Which is... Oh, sorry. And this is... Then he lies and says he's not coming to the birthday party because yes. he's having sex with... No, which... Uh, okay. No, I am not a man. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> matter of factly, you say, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, yes, I am not a man. But in saying this, and I could be wrong... But I feel like if you sat Max down at age 20 and went, hey, this is why I missed your birthday, you'd probably just high five him. I mean, nah, I think that'll like, I think that damage would carry through enough. Like my dad Mm. didn't show up and like, I don't fucking care if you're, you know, Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to say, yeah, I I don't know about that. Uh, Okay. It was a theory. It was a theory I had where I was like, if you, well, my whole point of view is if you're going to miss it for anything, at least it was that. (laughs) I guess so. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, clearly this kid still wants his parents to be together at this point. Oh yeah, this kid's a little bitch. (laughs) Yeah. But Miranda then, okay, she she sleeps with him. Yeah. Then the curse kicks in and he tells her that he's had better. Which is so mild. That is such a mild thing to, and I, maybe I've just cut all sensitivities out of my life or something like that, but I'm yeah. like, I've heard worse. Yeah. <laughs> For first time out of the gate. Yeah. Presumably. Yeah. I've heard worse. You I've know? had worse. It's yeah. all fine. I don't know what, like I, yeah, 
I don't understand her initial reaction. Like, oh no, no, what do you think? Get the fuck out of here, then. Yeah, yeah, because her her art kind of becomes. I need to be the best at sex. Yeah, and you don't think I am. Therefore, I'm going to ruin you professionally. Even though I, as the boss, was the one that like seduced you. You know, seduced in quotes. Like clearly, Jim Carrey was a willing participant in this, but. Oh yeah, well there is. We could get into the whole thing of power dynamic and perhaps right. how it wasn't totally that. But <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't think her reaction's so extreme to that because especially like he says it like he's kind of joking. Like it kind of sounds like he's joking. I would have just laughed at that. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, ha, 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 you're so funny. Yeah, I've had that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're my boss, and you've just like attacked me. Basically attacked like yes. you know. <laughs> This is what HR trains for. Yeah. And then you go, I've had better. That's actually pretty funny. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I, I do not. She is the weird. I think she's the weirdest character in this film aside from the mother. Okay. Let's talk about the mother. Where do we, where I don't even, sometimes I just don't even know where to begin. Um, <laughs> this woman starts bananas, okay. gets more bananas and then peeks out on bananas. Okay. <laughs> We so gotta keep in track at home. That's banana, it's banana, 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 banana. This is a slot um, machine. We would have won already. <laughs> this woman. Okay. I, I think we really, really need to keep in mind that this whole film happens in 24 hours, essentially a little <laughs> over 24 hours. Yep. Let's say 48 at most. Um, this woman gets, uh, it's a, some I propose to, Let's call it that. Sure. I love you. Move with me. Semi-proposal. I think we're good. Um, yeah. Max she, can come. She doesn't like this man. Okay. It is very clear through eye rolls and gee, I don't know, or oh my God, I'm on this plane. Get me a drink really fast because I cannot stand the man bes- sitting beside me. But because I, I am so mad at my ex-husband... Mm-hmm. I'm willing to uproot my child's fucking life on a whim and decide this within 24 hours. Go meet him at the school and go, hey, buddy, we're going to move tonight to Boston. Do you think that's fine? I'm doing this on a whim because I'm a little mad at your dad. And then, and then talks to the father, talks to Jim Carrey and goes, arbitrarily, if you show up for a game of catch Tonight we're not gonna move. You're you're insane. You're fucked. That is yeah, the craziest storyline. That's insane. No person, no person on the planet would operate like this. You're a bad, bad mom. Also, I'm pretty sure you don't go to work because that is never mentioned upon. Okay, so your ex husband lawyer Mac Daddy is probably bankrolling all of this and you're mad because this guy doesn't show up for fucking catch you need to take a seat lady you need to take a goddamn seat <laughs> sorry that was long <laughs> that's alright no you're right it's it's insane because all the beats make sense if like this is taking place over months over months right months and months and months where, and you where, actually kind of like this guy right and you, yeah, because, because what, that's what, important. What you go this is guy's also on the hook for this lady. Like he's like, I love you. And she's like, thank you. Yeah. Ugh. yeah. And she goes, so she goes, I need to talk to you about mm-hmm. something with uh, Jerry. Yeah. And then Jim Carrey doesn't show up at the birthday party. So they never talk about it. Yes. Right. So if that was like, I've tried to talk to you about this mm-hmm. for months. Yeah. Then that makes sense. Tried to talk to you one once, time. One time the night before yeah. we leave and that's it. We're just going to like gonna, fuck over the custody, whatever of this kid completely. I, I can't, I don't even find it believable that this airline had tickets <laughs> okay, <laughs> like, I mean, it's, for this woman on a whim. Oh, <laughs> we, all of a sudden there's two tickets beside your maybe soon to be husband. How magical <laughs> of your last minute bullshit decision. Yeah. You're not sitting together at that point. That kid, that what? Yeah. What? Hey, Max, I'm mad at your dad. Let's move to a different city. Fuck him. <laughs> On a whim. Yeah. On a whim. And it's not like like he lies to him a lot. Like he does, like he lets him down a lot. But it's not like he's a bad person to this kid's face. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like clearly he's, he loves it. He's yeah. a fun guy. He's okay? a fun guy. Yeah. He gets really zany. He gets really into it. And then, oh, and every... Oh, just, 
this woman, okay, has the audacity to tell her new boyfriend or her newish boyfriend, well, you don't do the claw. Well, you're not like my ex-husband. This this manipulative bitch, okay? Yeah. If you're in a relationship where somebody's constantly comparing you, to, to their ex, ex, get out of that relationship. Yeah. Okay, it's not good. It's and also, toxic. And also, you don't have to take the place of his dad. You know what I that mean? That is by you, no means your responsibility. No, he go, he go, yeah, I don't do the claw, but like, I show up and play baseball with him. Yeah. And like, we, we and see that. a high-pitched voice to we him whenever that. I see him. Yeah. I'm doing all, I'm checking off all the boxes. But he's, he's, but he's showing up, yeah. you know what I mean? Which Absolutely. is like a huge part. Like, Jerry... He's a total wiener. He is but a like, wiener. He is like the Santa Claus wiener. <laughs> by the way, this movie, Santa Claus is basically this movie. But it with is. Santa Claus. It is. It's like, I could not stop thinking about it the entire yeah. time watching this movie. <laughs> it's just, there's something about my, I'm going to be mean to my ex-wife and her new husband or boyfriend yeah. in front of my children. And I'm not quite over whatever that divorce was. Yep. Even years later, because like, oh, I still love you, whatever. It was just you couldn't handle how wacky I was. Like, Mm, 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 forget mm, that. mm. Also, I can understand divorcing Jim Carrey. Oh, yeah. You know? (laughs) Yeah. That'd be a a hard pass for me. (laughs) Well, and I think they even say he was cheating on her with other women. Oh, did they they say that? Yeah. Oh, I must have missed that part. So, and and that's another thing I want to zone in on Mm. with this is... What is their definition of a lie? Because because for the most part, the things that have hurt other people in his life aren't necessarily lies. They're like not showing up to things. Yeah, because you know, because not you say there. something, it, it's it's more like you're you let down on promises. Is more right. A promise isn't a lie. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like if yes. You, yes. If you say something with intent, and that is your intent, and it is your true intent in your heart in that moment, it is not necessarily a lie. <laughs> okay. That's yeah. And I guess maybe the argument could be made is if you're saying I'm going to be there, but mm-hmm. know full well that you're not, then that's a lie. That exactly. Right. But it it doesn't necessarily seem to be the case all the time. At least it seems like he forgets. It yeah, seems like or it work piles on and he can't he, go to wrestling. Sure. And, yeah. Yeah. If you get a, if you're a lawyer and you get assigned a case mm-hmm. f- for the next, which night. I'm still convinced he's bankrolling this whole family. So yeah. Kid, you gotta be at work. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> it's it sucks, and you need to get your priorities straight. Mm-hmm. But like, it, like the better wish is, I wish my dad had his priorities straight for just one day. Or, <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. Uh, it seems so weird the the lies that they highlight to me right. is that is, is that see like I didn't even pick up on that he had cheated on his wife because that seems so glossed. Oh, like it it. it I don't. I, it must have only been mentioned once and very quickly because I didn't even grab onto it. It was like a it. comedic moment, exactly. right at the beginning. So, yeah. so when you look at that and you're like, well, that maybe maybe let's focus on that a little bit because that's bad. You know what I mean? That's what we we shouldn't be focusing on. He told a girl her her uh, her insane hair looks fine. Yeah, that shouldn't be what we're zoning in on or him saying he doesn't have any change when he passes a homeless man. Yeah, welcome to everybody. Okay, welcome to the team. Sure. That's everybody. Okay. And there, there's definitely, there's a version of this movie where you can make that, where you can show how uh, lies that he makes in his own self-interest hurt other people. Like yes. if, if you lie about something happening at a, a restaurant, mm-hmm. right? They fucking put hair in my food or something like that. And that waitress or waiter gets fired because mm-hmm. you lied like that's kind of a thing where you go, oh right, you're just reckless and going through life telling lies, so you don't have to take responsibility yeah. for your own actions. But that's not what we see. We see him doing little white lies. And the other thing I want to say is, uh, with their weird definition of a lie, is a lie also just speaking what's ever on your mind? Yeah, that's or is that your so truth? Weird. Is that what you consider truth? Like is? when he's talking about that woman's breasts in the elevator, I'm like, I you could have just not just not said anything. <laughs> Well, I guess she does say, I I guess there is a prompt to that, though, where she goes, uh, everybody's been so nice in the building. 
And he goes, and yes, certainly he could have not said anything, but I think the implication is he doesn't exactly know what's going to come out of his mouth, and it would be normal to continue the conversation and keep responding. I agree there. So his response was, but again, after that, maybe you, we could have just stopped talking. And like the... the uh, and I'm really glad you brought that up because I have a really big problem with the court scene when he's asking questions. It's it's not you can phrase it in a way where it's not a lie to ask a question. Yeah. It's not a lie to and ask they a question. Of, they slip that in at the last minute being like, oh, I guess I can't ask questions if I know that it's going to result in a lie. It's like, well, you have no control over it, what the other person it, is going to exactly. say. Exactly. It's a very weird, <laughs> mushy part of this movie. Yeah. I'm like, that doesn't really hold up very well. And the writing thing freaked me out, too. Where he, uh, wrote I thought that blue. was pretty interesting yeah Yeah, that is his hand can't even do it yeah like he he cannot in any Mm -hmm. way shape or form force himself to to make a lie even though he then requests that his secretary lie for him which he shouldn't be able to do either based on based on the based on the the roles that are happening here yeah (laughs) which is insane sometimes there were definitely certain parts of this movie where i was like oh you were just like oh jim carrey can you just go can you just be yourself for the next three minutes and we're just going to film that and there's going to be no dialogue there. I'm almost positive. There's like a minute and a half in this movie where just for a minute and a half straight, he just makes noises. Yep. I'm like, there's no dialogue. I don't think. Well, and the cr- after credits see, or the credits, they run it over and it's just Jim Carrey goofing off, which actually which, is great. <laughs> I don't want, I, didn't I would, mind that. I would find that so annoying. Oh, you're such a professional. Greg. I know. I can't, I, it took me a long time to realize that like Jim Carrey being on a hundred percent really bugs me. It's like a two, it's mm. too over the top for me. And I'm just like, Tone it the fuck down. Oh, we no, I never want to like, I don't think I'd ever want to hang out with Jim right, Carrey for exactly. an extended period of time, but I know comedians like that. And, and I I'm know like, it's oh, annoying. Just, just be off. It does. It can't be off. Can't be a tried punchline every 10 seconds. Like I get it. Like there's no problem with riffing. Like we do sure. that all the time. You'll be in a group of comedians that you get along with really well and you'll get, you know, rolling on a joke and you're all having a really fun time. But sometimes, man, we're just talking about, I don't know, our days or something. You don't need to punch it up every 10 seconds. Yeah. Like, it's so... Set up the bit and then try and <sighs> work it out. Yeah. No, don't it's exhausting. Although there are some people that are naturally on that are pretty level that I like. like a, sure. Like Trent McClellan. Okay. Like, he's just, he's just like a... He is just a bowl of smiles at all times, and he's very fun, and he's kind of zany, and he's... I, I think it's because it doesn't feel forced. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to force. And Jim Carrey, I do find very, very forced, even on screen. I'm like, like Ace Ventura. I watch that. I'm like, just tone it down. Nobody, nobody would act like this. Do you want me to blow your mind right now? I've never watched Ace Ventura. What? I have never in my life. That was like the top comedy of. I don't know. how. I I got to a point where I hadn't seen it and it felt bad. Yeah. I I was just like, oh, it's it's been too long now. It's like I'm a. (laughs) I can't start this now. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, it's like I'm like 30 years old. I'm a virgin. I'm like I've entered yeah. into the party too late. I don't know what's going on. I'm 50 years old. Yeah. I don't have a tattoo. I can't get one. Now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we've already made it this far. I don't know what to do anymore. Yeah. I'm not a tattoo person. Yeah, uh, <laughs> fair. I get that. Um, yeah, but yeah, I just like the the definition of the lie because because the other one was he goes into the bathroom and he beats himself up right to try and get out of court, which. Why would that be anyone's plan? Just leave. Just Leaving's leave. better. Just don't show up. Just leave. And, Just leave. And even even there, we see that he has some ability to control what information comes out. Yeah. Because they go, who like what did the man look like who beat you up? And he describes himself. So he's finding loopholes that he would ne- he has for some reason not been able to find throughout the whole rest of the movie. Exactly. So he should be he should by the rules of the movie mm-hmm. have to say it was me, Your Honor. I did it myself because I didn't want to go to court. Yep. Like he should have to say the whole thing, same as he went like, oh, jugglies, blah blah blah, blah, blah <laughs> boobs, <laughs> boobs, <laughs> boobs. I want to milk them. Like, yeah. like, <laughs> you know, he should have had to say everything, but he doesn't have to. Right. He just describes himself and you can see how he would lie. And then the next question, which is pretty funny, actually, which is, well, I guess we'll have to recess until tomorrow. Unless you think you can go on. Do you think you can? That is good. I like that. And he goes, yes, (laughs) because he's forced to say it. Yeah. But 
there's still a way to tell the truth Mm -hmm. in that situation where you go, do you think you can go on and you can say, I could probably go on, but I don't think that I am in any state yes. to accurately. That's so uh, I was thinking the exact yeah, same thing while I was watching to, that. To service yeah. my client. And then that should have been like, all right, we'll excuse till mm-hmm. tomorrow. Yeah. There's a way to stick right. handle around that. Because that is the truth. Mm-hmm. I cannot function as a good enough lawyer right now yeah. to properly serve my client. Great. Oh, God. That woman's outfit was hideous, too. I think that was the, oh, was that uh, another thing where you don't notice? Craig? Samantha Coles? Yeah. Oh, I think that's like intentionally. Oh yeah. It like was perfect. Rich, it was perfect for her. But I was like the entire time I'm like, what an eyesore. Wow. <laughs> oh my God. It's always outfits like that that make me go, oh, you know, I don't envy the rich that much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, it's like we were talking on our Devil Wears Pride <laughs> episode though, where I just go, well, that's a rich person. So they must be fashionable. Oh yeah. You're, you're yeah. at a level I do not understand. Although Jim Carrey's suit looked ridiculous that whole movie that was great i really liked it. Like really a, it looked like, like a, he was wearing his father's suit yeah it looked like a zoot suit or something yeah. like, I'm like, like what, what era did you buy this it's from? like he walked off the set of the mask and they yeah, were like that'll do that'll do yes let us spay, <laughs> spray paint this a different color yeah. <laughs> you're done uh yeah and it's 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 yeah, it, it's a weirdly inconsistent movie where li- almost everybody is the villain except it, for Jim Carrey, which he really should be. Yeah, well, I think the the implication is that he is at the beginning. I, I, what I feel about this movie, and I think this is very odd, is that at no point did I actually feel like this movie was the moral of this story is lying is bad. The moral of the story felt like lawyers are bad. That was it. Like, that's all I felt from that is that it was like, oh, well, lawyers are generally inherently bad people. Because they lie on behalf of... they lie on behalf of other people. Or they'll use the system. And then it's like, well, is is it their fault or is it the fucking system, dude? The system's insane. I I guess you can chicken egg it the whole way up. Sure. uh, I, I just never got the point because the lies were so all over the map. I'm like, you can't you can't just make it 99% lies that I would also normally tell and then sprinkle in a 1% of like, well, these are really bad. So <laughs> and then make me understand the moral of this story and take away anything from yeah, it. Yeah. It's like, well, lying doesn't serve justice. And then that's what set it off in his head where he was like, no, that guy's a good father. And like, I screwed it. Like you, yeah, you didn't, I'm also calling bullshit on that guy's a good father. <laughs> Sorry, other than like I understand that yeah, you we gotta put the mask here, but like if you have, I'm just gonna, I'm you know what, I'm gonna make a blanket statement. I don't give a fuck. Okay, if you have, I don't think there's a lot of millionaires. Yeah, yeah, yeah. our podcast, so I think we're okay. I think we might be all right. <laughs> if you think you're a soon to be millionaire, close your ears. Uh, if you make over, yeah, a million dollars. Let's just make it a hard, just one million dollars. If you make over one million dollars, you're probably not a good parent. It's hard to... You're probably not a good... You're probably not. I'm sure there are a a small section of people that are defying the odds. Yeah. But um, I fucking doubt it. But it's hard to, like, be that successful at something and then also be given enough time for your kids. Yeah. What I love about the 90s is that a lot of the movies, because... America created such a workhorse culture of like you have to work 50 it's it's constantly jumping up right like you got to sure. work this many hours you got to work this many hours they came out with so many movies in the 90s where it's like family is so important isn't this going to pull at your heartstrings i'm like this is insane because you've literally created the culture that you're yeah. that that hollywood's like well no but it can't be like this but i'm like but that's literally your whole industry <laughs> Yeah, it works so hard that you that can't. You, yeah, that you can't have a family and you can't have kids and you can't pay attention to your weird-headed kids. <laughs> weird-headed kids. <laughs> no, kid. I'm just really going off now. <laughs> actually, that kid's super cute. I don't know what I'm saying. Yeah, he, he's actually probably all, one of the better parts of this. All yeah, 90s sure. movies have the greatest kid. Just that... Dad, <laughs> I don't know. They all have the exact same voice. Oh, the Santa Claus in this movie. I was just like, man, they're so similar. It's it's like it's like somebody 
did just one more draft of Liar Liar and they got the Santa Claus or vice yeah. versa. I forget what. And I'm, when I'm looking at these kids, I'm like, is it the same woman pumping out all these kids? They look real close. <laughs> <laughs> they all look really close together. Oh, that's just Hollywood casting is what that is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure that's like, we want a certain type. <laughs> yeah. White kid with a bowl cut, please. Oh, yeah. That kid was so close to a bowl cut. Yeah. I, I mean, love the bull cut is who whoever came up with that is the goddamn I bet you it was well obviously it was a hairdresser because that's who would come up with haircuts sure. but I'm sure it was the laziest hairdresser <laughs> the like, fuck this shit <laughs> I think the haircut might have started out as a punishment I'm gonna be honest with you <laughs> you're getting the bull <laughs> sit down in the chair you're getting the bull you just couldn't sit still for a whole thing you're like fine it's done <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to see you anymore. Yeah. Uh, oh, you know what it reminds me of? Of those, uh, every time I see a photo of, uh, have you seen where they cut melons into helmets and they put them on animals? <laughs> I've seen that. There's a, uh, yeah, the cat I one. find it very similar. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. I get it. I get it now. Uh, yeah. It's very good. It's actually very similar to the kid's haircut in this movie. Yeah. Uh, so the bull cut. Let's, let us, let us, uh, let's talk about the final seat at the airport. Yeah. Because <laughs> so that's the big one. I was about to <laughs> bring this up. <laughs> <laughs> this whole scene is... Ma- First of all, you can really tell that this is pre-9-11. I was going to say, hey, kids, you want to know what it was like to live in a pre-9-11 world? <laughs> you, can just- you just walk out on a runway and steal a stair car. <laughs> steel <laughs> stairs um this by no means should be the escalation <laughs> to this movie <laughs> what i love about this is that this whole movie has been this guy started bad and he turns good he turns better through his own realizations of i shouldn't lie and i should be a better father and i haven't sure. been there for my child but for some reason he does the worst shit in the last quarter of this movie <laughs> <laughs> yes. He takes a stair car and his initial thought is I'm going to run it beside an airline putting many people so everybody in danger. on that airplane in danger. Everybody. Everybody and their initial response is oh, okay, wave to your father. <laughs> Not Jesus, this fuck, girl. what is happening? Somebody get this guy a doctor. Yeah, he has lost his goddamn mind. Get him to a hospital. Please. He he doesn't, at no point, do we see any police? <laughs> no, they we do arrest. We see an ambulance. They, no. At do the, they arrest so, him? So, yes. So, right at the end. Okay. And this this killed me is the police officer is holding everybody back while they have him on a stretcher. Yeah. And he goes... The police goes, hang on. Nobody goes back past here. And she goes, but I'm his wife or his ex-wife. And he goes, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, did you just hijack an airplane pretty much? Oh, but you're his wife. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, then by just all means, right go talk way. to right him. This way, Please. Right this way. I wasn't holding this perimeter for a reason. It's not like, I don't know who you are. Like... That I would yeah. actually love to see in a movie. It's but just, he doesn't get arrested, does he? No, and then he says, uh, good luck, good news. I broke both my legs, so they have to take me to the hospital before they take me to prison. Uh, okay, but... But they still have this, it can't, like... It can't have been... He couldn't have been in there more than a year because we have a year later. <laughs> yeah. At which point, he's lost his lawyer's license because he is now a felon. Well, oh, yeah. You know, like... But wasn't the implication that he was going to open his own law firm? But it doesn't matter. It, okay, I'm going to assume yeah. hijacking a stair car and driving it onto a runway, endangering planefuls of people is a felony, right? That's a crime that you can be convicted of, right? I you mean, can't one be, you, would assume. You, what year was it? 1997. 19, I was going mean, to say, if it's 1999, it was the greatest year. <laughs> But no one gets that one yet. Sorry. (laughs) You'll get that. That's a callback to something you're going to listen to later. I'm doing, I'm doing 1999 is the peak of civilization. Very bad callback because it's not, it's not a callback if it's, it's a call forward. It's a call forward. We're, we're figuring it out. (laughs) 
You've heard it here first, everybody. Behind the curtains, these 1999. Just remember this: 1999 is the greatest year in Peak existence. Of civilization. <laughs> uh, yeah. So he's he's been convicted of a crime at yeah. this point. So he cannot be a lawyer anymore. If you've been yeah. watching Better Call Saul, you know that's a whole point. Uh, if you're mm. if you're convicted of a felony, you cannot practice law. I'm pretty sure. Well, that. So, I think that should be the rule if it's not. <laughs> <laughs> right? So this man is no longer a lawyer. Okay. He's, yeah. uh, you know, like he's he's ruined his entire life. And by the way, uh, what is the alternative to him running out onto an airport and like flagging down the airplane? Uh, waiting until they get back from looking at apartments in Boston. Yeah, or picking up a phone or, hey, maybe I'll fly to Boston. On the next flight, right. if it's really that important to me, I there. no longer have a job. <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing to do tomorrow. You know what I mean? Yep. Nothing to do. Okay. He didn't even need a suitcase. He could have just shown up and that would have been fine because clearly he's an insane man. He could camp in his oversized suit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's 1997. Nobody's going to be suspicious if you don't have luggage. <laughs> right. <laughs> right this way, sir. <laughs> would you like a stair car for your journey? <laughs> <laughs> like uh there's a couple of better ways to execute this yeah it's and it's it's not like you could be like no your honor i was cursed mm-hmm. and i i had to do it because i couldn't tell a lie mm-hmm. they'd be like well that's crazy you're you're no you know what i mean it's not like it's not like i need to stop this because there's a bomb on the plane yeah. and like i'm the only one who knows it and as soon as everyone figures out what you're actually trying to do they go thank you so much this is just entirely an unreasonable escalation of events to be fair i think it is more reasonable than if your dad doesn't show up to catch we're moving to boston <laughs> <laughs> Somehow, that is, I still feel like stair car is more reasonable. Yeah, I do feel like they're like this is going in front of a custody judge at some point. They go, "Oh, we're just going to take Max from both of you, and yeah. Jerry's going to take care of him uh, now because yeah. he's clearly the only one who mm. shows up or cares for this kid." Oh yeah, anybody with two ears and a brain <laughs> would be just able to figure out not, that this kid is in a toxic environment. Yeah. Oh my God! Yeah, that is the. This I, I I just cannot get over the mother. I've yeah. been saying I watching that movie. I thought about it. I watched this movie last night. I thought about it all night. It's <laughs> just like how how did nobody crucify this movie for this woman? I don't know. Maybe they have. I haven't looked. I didn't look at any follow up blogs or anything like that. Not a lot of fanfic for liar liar. <laughs> you would be amazed what there are for uh, fanfic. Yeah, though. I regretted saying that immediately after I said <laughs> it. That please don't send me liar liar fanfic (laughs) (laughs) well now i know what i'm doing with the rest of my evening (laughs) i'm prepped and ready i have uh, watched the film already and i'm ready to just gonna start cracking my typing fingers Uh, have you ever uh done any fan fiction comedy shows I have not. I there's one that runs in the city at SoCap Theater. Uh, okay. I think like every one Thursday a month, and it's you find the whole thing is is you find fan fiction online, and you do a dramatic reading of that fan fiction. That sounds very fun. And it's always like you pick the most sick because all fan fiction is sexual uh, <laughs> or very sexual in nature. If you find the fun ones. Right. Uh, and it is honestly the most fun you can have on a show. Like barely. Well, at least in my experience, not a lot of people show up, but it is. I what did I, I did one for B movie. It was the funniest fucking thing I've ever read. B-movie fan B fiction. B-movie fan fiction where uh, Jerry Seinfeld's B flies up into the main character's vagina. <laughs> it is... If you, I don't know if you can just Google it and find it, but if you can, to. it is the fucking funniest thing because oh, it God. is very clearly... My favorite ones are to find ones that are written clearly by somebody much younger than myself. Because the terminal, it's so funny. They don't like, know how anything works. They don't know how anything works. And there's generally a lot of swearing because they think that pairs well with the sexuality. They're like, sure. I, it's adult things. So I've got to also adult pair it with a secondary <laughs> adult thing. It is at one point. What does he? Oh, my God. There were so many good lines in that. Beemode. What time? <laughs> this is too much. One time I found one for Dora the Explorer. I like and so. I just. I just want to fuck somebody with a torpedo head. And I 
think it was one of the funniest things I had ever read. Oh, the B movie one was like, he's like, yeah, you know, uh, he, and he wants to fuck, you know, that bitch from Bridget Jones's diary, but it's a cartoon. So she's way hotter. So don't worry. Cause Bridget Jones is ugly. <laughs> that was in the fanfic yes, it was <laughs> written in <laughs> mid fan fiction. Wow. I highly recommend it. If you just have an afternoon and you just want to read some things, fan fiction, <laughs> get on board guys. Cause there's some beauties out there. There's some absolute oh. beauties. I'm um, sorry. Really went off on it. That's fine. I like that. That's good. And I think, uh, and then we should probably just talk about how like the movie like finally ends, right? With <laughs> this, infu- did it infuriate you, Craig? Yes. It very, mu- it bothered me so much that the ending, okay, so the ending is, uh, it, it, it's Max's birthday again. It's one year later. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, Jim Carrey has completely changed, obviously, because he's been he's back in the home in, sure. in some capacity. Yeah. They seem very chummy. He blows out the candle. They say, make a wish, make a wish. But, you know, be careful. Like, Jim Carrey's not sure. Ooh, we don't know what Max is going to do. By the way, that kid never gets birthday wishes ever again if he's my son. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe a couple other things. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah. we're going to go see maybe like an exorcist. And like a... Fucking somebody's got to throw some water on you or something's going to happen here. Okay. Cause birthday cause wishes uh, should not come. Yeah, true. yeah. Yeah. This isn't all tickety boo after this event. Yeah. Okay. We're going to look into this a little bit. Yeah. Or, uh, on the other spectrum, I'm, we're going to have a discussion about what your wish is. Okay. Cause your wish is now for a million dollars. I hope you know that right. your wish is for a couple of other things. <laughs> Yes. And trust me, you're going to want them. You're, you're going to believe really that you're going to want them. You're going to watch this PowerPoint um, and be convinced that you really want them. And yes. then wish for it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm PowerPointing my kid for sure. Okay, okay. So we also want a car. <laughs> um, yeah. So then it ends in the lights go out when, right. when very oh. Ooh, oh, cause you know, they're standing they close together time. and uh, lights come on cause the kid turns them off. <laughs> Yeah, and then he blows out the candles. Yeah, like, oh, the lights well, go out. I go. This is weird. Gets my, up. Walks my responsibility to, the to get over there, even though you're closer. <laughs> <laughs> Let me turn the lights on because this is movie magic. And then uh, they've gotten back together, and they go, "Oh, Max, is this what you wished for?" And he goes, "No, I wished for uh, rollerblades or roller skates or whatever the hell he says." No, I know. Why are they together? No, well, cause she's, cause she's the worst person on the planet, Greg. That's why they're back together. <sighs> she's a terrible, terrible person <laughs> who doesn't understand that her decisions and the way she lives her life affects her child. She has right. no, she is, I, I honestly, if you could have cast her as a teen mom and I would have found her more believable the way she acts. That is, that, those are the actions of somebody who doesn't know better. <laughs> yeah. I don't have a child and I would act very differently. <laughs> yeah. It's, ins- it's insane that it's happening over 24 hours is what the problem is. Yes. Okay. You couldn't, I couldn't do that to another adult, let alone a child. If I went home right now, it was like, hey, <laughs> boyfriend, <laughs> back it up. Guess what we're doing tonight? <laughs> Moving to Boston. Because I don't like my ex-boyfriend. <laughs> That's insane. It's I, insane. Yeah, they were at most having a, or sorry, at the very minimum, we're having a very serious conversation. <laughs> we're not buying plane tickets. No, 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 no. No, we're not buying plane tickets. How do you even get that packed up that fast? And they're like, if you, if you don't show up, to catch to catch i just i really need to drive that home yeah going to play catch with your kid and that's really also another arcing point of this is like throwing the ball with your child is the best parenting you You can can do do. it is the gold star standard (laughs) of the american dream that's, is to pass a ball to your child. You just got to sit there and throw a ball. You don't have to get too close. You can be far, far away. Yeah. Just throw that ball back and forth and no one has to talk about emotions. It's great. America's pastime. <laughs> um, anything else you wanted to No, cover? I think, you know what? I think that's it. I think I have driven home how much I hate this woman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
What's her name? I don't even know her name. <laughs> uh, it was, uh, I have it written down here. It was, uh, that's not good. That's not good. Audrey. Audrey. Yeah. Okay. Well, that uh, makes sense. Audrey. Uh, so I think it's time for our definitive rankings of our oh, uh, yeah. villains and see how how uh, uh, how good they were. Uh, what do you got? Okay. So I've got uh, from That's Totally Your Color to uh, don't po- I, I Didn't Poke Holes in That Condom. <laughs> I would rate this villain. Uh, I definitely paid for everything at that self-checkout. Nice. <laughs> I think okay. that's about the level of lying we're at. We've we've stolen a few things. We're not perfect, but uh, you should be paying an employee to do this. Absolutely. Okay. I agree. I like that. That's a good level of lie. Yeah. I also mm-hmm. did a lying scale. So I did from white lie to perjury, the one you can actually get arrested for. Uh, I gave a Jerry... The Wiener yeah. ex boy, uh, Wiener boyfriend. Uh, I saw it. No, you don't look fat in those jeans. Mm, that's you a know? nice one because yeah. it's uh, it's harmless, and he's just there trying to help out, right? Just trying to make that's days happen. Same, same yeah. way that the lie. Sunny, sunny, sunny days. Yeah, sunny days. Um, and then, uh, yeah, before we get to our hero and villain mm-hmm. of the week, where we discuss the people who have uh, excited or disappointed us in our personal lives, uh, there's a couple ways you can help the podcast. Yeah, please like and subscribe. We need those likes and subscribes. Please do that. And it, yeah, ratings, huge. That's huge for us. If you can do that, leave a comment. Um, please get us at our Twitter, VWR Podcast, uh, Facebook. Uh, yeah, Villain uh, was right. Villain was right. Uh, Villain was right at gmail.com if you want to email mm-hmm. us any suggestions or anything like we that. We love your suggestions. We really do love hearing oh them. Oh my God, it makes our life so much easier. Um, yeah, and tell your friends about the podcast too. That's probably the best way uh, people hear about us. Um, there's been a few people on there, you know, tagging us and stuff. I know when mm-hmm. uh, Rent Live was on, we got a couple people. Woof. <laughs> 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 I'm so glad I never have to watch that movie for the rest of my life. I know. Well, so they did a live version, right? Okay. On TV. Mm-hmm. And we got tagged by a bunch of people who were like, this oh, is garbage. And they're like, check out the PWR <laughs> podcast. So thank you if you're one of those people who tagged us on feelings. that. Yes, uh, especially if your friends hate the same things we hate. Yeah. Please tell them about us. <laughs> um, and now I guess it's uh, yeah time for our hero and villain of the week. Uh, what do you got this week, Rebecca? Um, I have a hero. Okay. What do you got? Uh, I have a, I think I also have a hero. Well, that's fun. We never, uh, we barely ever have the same. That'll yeah. be, we can have a nice positive ending. Uh, I think we should end off on you. Okay, you're, cool. You're seem like the, I, I've a, got a story. Yeah, mine's, <laughs> mine's just a quick one. All so right, I, cool. Uh, so I was just in um, Montreal uh, during a massive uh, snowstorm and polar vortex. It was a nightmare. Uh, it was a nightmare. It was like negative. I can't even imagine what Montreal would have been like. It's, like it's here was, it was it was insane. Yeah, it was super cold. Yeah. Um, super, super cold. None of the sidewalks are shovel and stuff like that. So I'm trudging around in like do you, do you just as a small side note, do you yeah. know why that is? They bought a bunch of machines to break the ice down. Like they because they were having a huge problem with ice. They bought all these machines and then found out unless there's at least two inches of ice, it'll break the sidewalk. <laughs> That is what Mon- I've heard, at least. Montreal, you are Canada's Montreal. middle child. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. can't get anything right. Uh, <laughs> it's like, I'm a city. Sure you are. Uh, no, Montreal's great. Mm-hmm. But uh, Sorry. So I was walking around in like the snowstorm. It's terrible. Like everyone's bundled up like crazy. Of course. Um, and I see this guy walking down the street and he's got like... Uh, you know, like the bomber type uh, mm-hmm. parka, like mm-hmm. that just goes up yeah. to your like waist or whatever. He's Which I one. never understand. Yeah. So, so he's got one of those like thick hood up, like scarf hat on, like big mitts, everything mm-hmm. like that. He's wearing like these crazy uh, like survival, like snow boots, right? Like yeah. big, heavy things mm-hmm. and like, you know, like socks up to his knees, kind of like, like snow pant type thing. And then he is wearing jean shorts. <laughs> I really With did. I did not think that was going to be jean shorts. Jean shorts, just, just fucking thighs. Wow, and that's it. Just exposed to like jean short shorts, like just ass <sighs> and thighs, just out walking around in like negative seventeen. Brilliant. And that man is a goddamn icon. Is what he is. <laughs> That's so like, fucking funny. It's the most beautiful combination of stupidity and uh, and confidence I have ever seen, and I love it. That guy's my hero. That's great. You know, I re- I saw an, or, uh, the 
and they put out an article saying that they had done a study. They were like, oh, scientists have done this study and they found that people who wear weather inappropriate clothing um, generally are uh, mentally, uh, I, I don't know what the word, like disturbed essentially. <laughs> they're like, oh, they have like a, they're, they're much more likely to have a mental issue if they're, if you're like out in shorts during the winter or you're out in like snow pants during the summer. And I'm like, ah. Uh, do you think we needed to call science for that one? Yeah, that seems like it's Do you think like we needed a, to do a study to figure out? That feels like a chicken or an egg sort of situation, right? Like, that's, you know... I, I just got... I was like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever read. Yeah, it's like people who scream into the who, night are more likely yeah. to have mental who, issues who than... Who funded the, this? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, just as a stupid side thing. I yeah. thought that was ridiculous. Um, I also have a villain. Okay. Oh, no, mine uh, was no, a No, a villain, sorry. I have a hero. I also oh, okay. have a hero. Um, because just because I, this is all about, like, uh, you know, like fa- father-son stuff, I reminded me of uh, something my dad had done uh, okay. a, a while ago. Uh, one time when I was, and this is just, like, hero status. I still think this is so epic that he did this. Um, when I was, like, 18, I grew up in a small town, so, like, mm-hmm. obviously I started drinking before the legal age. <laughs> I mean, that's, don't be ridiculous. Anyway, um, so... Uh, one May 2-4 weekend. I'm like 18, I think. I'm pretty sure I'm like 18 at the time. 17, 18. No, 18. Um, that is important to the story. I'm 18. I get uh, my friend. I call my friend. I'm at work. I'm at Sellers. Um, living the dream. Sellers. Uh, anyway, I call my friend. I'm like, hey, could you, my friend who's older, I was like, do you mind just dropping off some alcohol at my house for the weekend? Uh, he goes, yeah, no problem. I, like, I'm already at the liquor store. I'll just swing by your house, drop it off. Perfect. I call my brother. I'm like, hey, my friend Chris is dropping off alcohol at the house. Can you, he's going to be there in like 10 minutes. Can you answer the door? Okay. And get, collect this for me. Because my parents were both like, my dad was a little more casual, but my mom was pretty strict when I was growing up. And like, she'd get really concerned about stuff like that. And it's also so, just the balls on you to get booze delivered. Dropped to the off house to my fucking house, well, dude. Oh, yeah. There? Come on. Uh, you deserve to oh, be. <laughs> oh, I deserve everything that happens in this story. Are you kidding me? I'm a fucking moron, dude. Okay. So <laughs> I get, so I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I get my brother. I'm like, Caleb, just make sure you answer the door. He's going to be there really shortly. I'm like, what's the situation at home? He goes, oh, dad's in the back. Like, don't worry about it. Mom's not here. Cool. At this point, now I don't know this, but at this point, and I still don't know why he's never been able to explain. I just think it's just kind of a fuck you moment. My brother hangs up the phone and immediately leaves the house. Immediately, immediately leaves the home. Okay. He's fuck this. He's out. Okay. He leaves. What an ass. Okay. I'm so bad. Anyway, he leaves the house. Such a <laughs> oh yeah. So, so my brother, um, he's a wonderful person, but, uh, yeah, we had some issues in the past anyway. <laughs> Plus it's pretty fucking funny to be honest. It's really funny. Because, like, oh yeah. 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 Click, I'm out. Like just within seconds, not even like, just <laughs> like his arm is fully extended yeah, well, out the door. As he's guess I'm leaving. I wasn't planning on leaving, but now I am. Anyway, so my friend Chris, bless his heart. Oh my God, this guy, what a what a killer. Anyway, shows up to the house. My dad answers the door. Okay, my dad is strict, but he's also fun. Like he really loves fucking with people. Like he loves it. He thinks it's hilarious. He will fuck with anybody in front of him. So my dad goes, "Oh hi," and obviously Chris is like surprised to see an adult here. Like because <laughs> otherwise I would have just asked my parents to buy this alcohol, mm-hmm. right? So my dad goes, "Oh." hello, well, who are you? <laughs> He's like, oh, I'm trying to drop off this alcohol, whatever. And he goes, well, how old is Rebecca? And the legal age is 19. So he goes, oh, uh, well, she's 18, but she assured me that you were fine with it. Like, you know, he's trying to be really nice or yeah. whatever. And my dad grabs him by the arm and goes, no, no, let's have a little chat, right? So he's holding him by the arm and going, okay, so like, should she and he just keeps asking like stupid questions just like should she be drinking this are you allowed to do this and like just making him sweat my dad's not going to do anything to this fucking kid like he doesn't care (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. so he's just making him sweat making him sweat right anyway eventually he releases him chris goes off into the night and sends me a text really quick being like hey uh just so you know your dad got the alcohol and i'm at work i'm like fuck (laughs) I am not okay. Like I am sweating balls. Okay. I am not all right. This is epic. Like this is not good. Okay. So I decide that I'm going to go to my friend's house directly. I'm not going home. I'm just not going home. I'm avoiding the problem. Fuck this. Right. 
So so I go to my friend's house and I camp out there the entirety of the weekend, Craig. I do not leave. (laughs) I do not leave my friend's house. Everything you're doing is so stupid. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, fuck that. I'm not going home. I go to my friend's house for the full weekend. I do not go home. Okay. Like, I'm stressed. They, and I'm like checking the phone. Like, my parents haven't texted me. They haven't called me. So I'm like, okay. Like, I don't know what to do, but I don't want to go home because I don't want to like out myself or anything like that. Right. So eventually the weekend ends and I go home and nobody's saying anything. Right. Like, nobody's saying nothing to me. It's like, not in a like, we're ignoring you way, in a way that like they're acting very normal. And it's freaking me the fuck out, right? Like, I'm scared. I'm like, something's about to pop off here. Like, my parents are strict. I'm like, this isn't good. So I just dodge my dad. Like, I'm just, like, dodging my parents, like, around the house. Like, I'm closing doors. I'm, like, being, like, I'm sneaking out to school and shit. This was on for about two weeks. And then, like, nothing happens. And I'm, I'm amazed. They haven't said anything. And I can't believe it. Come to my 19th birthday. Guess what my present is? My dad has held on to this bottle of alcohol for a year, a ca- almost a calendar year, so he can give it back to me. Oh. I open it up and like my I like it's just it's like Christmas to this man. He is so excited to give me this gift, right? I, I open parent. it up and I look at it. I'm like, oh my God. And he goes, so yeah. <laughs> and he goes, so yeah, you know, I kept it and da 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 And I was like, well, why? And I, I'm just like, I'm baffled because now it's all out in the open right now. Sure. We all know the, se- the jig is up. The secret's out. And I look at him and I just go, dad, like, why wasn't I punished? Like, why didn't anything happen? And then he smiles at me and he goes, Watching you squirm for two weeks was the best punishment I could have given you. He goes, it was the funniest fucking thing. (laughs) I couldn't believe it. He thought it was the funniest thing on the planet. Anyway, and for that, my father is a hero. That is a hero story. (laughs) That is incredible. What a jewel. Oh, that is how you parent. Because, yeah, of course you were like... That's your punishment. Oh, of course. Yeah. Beautiful punishment. <laughs> oh, I was shitting bricks for two weeks. I was like, is it now? Is the time now? <laughs> it's never going to drop. Oh, no. that's perfect. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is, <laughs> that is perfect. That is absolutely wonderful. Um, and I guess that's it for that's our podcast it for us this week. <laughs> uh, where can people reach you? Oh, you can find me at Rebecca Reads or RebeccaReads.com. Okay. You can find me at Craig Fay Comedy, uh, CraigFay.com. And uh, yeah, thanks for watching, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> the Villain Was Right was produced by Andrew Rivemi for the From Superheroes Network. For more great podcasts like this, as well as YouTube series, webcomics, and so much more, visit FromSuperheroes.com. <laughs>